0: Welcome back, family. Continuing our nostalgia run, we had a chance to catch up with one of our first guests, and all-time favorite, King Weave Moses Overton. It'd been about two years since we had a chance to talk with our brother. And in that time, his life has undergone some major changes. Already one of the top stylists around, he's been through the bumps and bruises to emerge on the other side even better and bigger than he was before. We're glad we got to speak with him and share his story of having a setback and coming back strong and determined. Take a listen and let us know what you think. More great things to come, and we can't wait. So let's go. Welcome back, family. Um, We know where to start with this week's guest. He was there for us back when we were first getting started. And uh we love when the people who were there at the beginning come back and visit us and let us know where they're at now. And my man, uh my brother, uh with us all this time through the ups and downs with us, through the up down ups and downs with him. And it's only right that um he swings by and he he tells his story because I think a lot of people can can take something from his coming tale, I like to call it. Um not to be all grandiose and, and you know, like a, a fiction book, but a um, oh man, Moses Overton is back with us this week. Uh, I normally ask the guests to introduce themselves, but I'm going to, um, you may find them on Instagram at King Weave. It's, it's, it's just at King Weave, right?
1: Right, with an underscore at the end.
0: At King Weave underscore. Yep. Um, if you're looking to get your hair done, if you're looking to see what getting your hair done well looks. As you check out the page and i'm gonna um i'm gonna stop talking for a second and let that my man reintroduce himself
1: okay uh my name is moses overton uh I'm King we i specialize in microlink um braided sewing hair and treatment natural healthy extension insulation um i have a salon in Atlanta. I believe the last time we spoke, that would be like two years ago, right? Wasn't it like two years ago? Yeah. I had a friend and now I'm located
2: in New York City. Um, and I work out in New York City.
0: So the last time we talked, um, and I, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but at the time you were one of the very few people doing the. Uh, I think you called right. it. Uh, the microlinks,
1: the Braylus Sewing.
0: Right, the Braylus sewings, And I. Yeah. It, God bless you. You tried to explain it to me, and <laughs> I'm just, I'm completely ignorant about this. I still can't tell if it's a a sew-in or that's your hair. I just take you at face value. But um, I can tell you that from every picture I've ever seen of your work, it looks flawless. And I Thank remember you, so you telling me that it's not just a thing that you just required work and effort on your part.
1: Right. A lot of work and effort.
0: Um, and I I know now that you are kind of leaning more towards teaching, right?
1: Yeah. Um, so, as like you said, you know, this, I, I started doing them in two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, and now with social media and just changing uh, the, the industry, changing, it's so prevalent now. Everybody's doing microlinks in some type of variation, and now um, with me having the knowledge and the theory and the experience of it, um, I'm actually more comfortable and, and more excited and more pleased with actually teaching and instructing the styles out here, how to do it properly and different methods, you know, to do it, to add in with their normal schedule. Um, it's kind of rewarding, you know, I simply had to wait until I was really ready. You know, I'm human. I had to wait till I was ready to, when you're teaching something, you have to divulge everything. You cannot hold back anything, and you got to want to do it. So I, I finally am at the point where I really want to do it, and I've been teaching people now for, I want to say, all this year. I started this year, and um, it's, it's actually a great thing. I actually really enjoy it, and it's something that I, ne- I would not have ever thought that I would be able to convey, uh, uh, how I feel or the process for people and them get it so easily, and surprisingly, everybody is catching it really well, and it's just it's just a remarkable experience. It's very gratifying um, right now to have something to add to the um be, to be needed for the industry, you know what I
0: mean? yeah in a way, you're kind of leaving a legacy birthing all these new new stylists into the game who can then point back at you and say that's where I learned it from.
1: Yeah. And you know, I'm getting a little older now, so I'm trying to think a little smarter and, and um not work so hard, you know, and uh you know, for me styling right now is amazing. I'm always gonna love it, but I have too many different avenues to be stuck to just one way of making money. You know what I mean? And um it's it's you still make the same amount of money.
0: So it doesn't matter. So like full disclosure, we of course talked before the interview and, and like I said, um Moses has kept up with us over the years. So um everybody I wanna have you tell everybody um about your journey from Atlanta to New York. Because I think it's really important that people see the strength that you you, you have.
1: Okay, so the last time we spoke, I believe I was just opening my salon in Atlanta, probably open a few months. I had um a very um, active uh, Facebook fan page, my personal page on Facebook, um, um, uh, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. I want to say collectively close to over 750,000 followers. And uh, two months after I secured and went down to Atlanta, and moved down there, all my social media accounts got hacked. So it was, Not in the hacking of someone taking them and changing my information. It was someone maliciously um, reporting my videos as copyright infringement. And, um, you know, what people don't understand with these social media companies, you get warnings. So, evidently, I was flagged 61 times or whatever. They cut my accounts off. I built my business since I started and since I came home, you know, from prison on social media. Um, they didn't have it before I was before I went to prison. It's a great tool. It's what everybody's doing now for business. But I never really thought about a backup. So when I lost all those pages, I lost my salon. I even had to uh, downsize and move back in with family for a little bit. My whole money flow was contingent on me posting and being active on social media. I never prepared for me not to have all those platforms. So I lost all those platforms for a whole year. Um, I had to close my salon down in December of two thousand seventeen. Um, I was I was not there the whole week. I had to end it out because I couldn't afford it anymore. Um, I had to stop the traveling and I was at a standstill for like six months. I tried to open up other pages and get the the business. But, you know, I was traveling so much back then. I didn't have a set clientele like that. You know, most of the time the people I saw were, you know, people that wanted to try it because it was so new. And uh, I didn't have a uh, brick and mortar. So when I lost everything, I realized that everything happens for a reason. Um, And to be honestly, honest, uh, if it would not have, if I wouldn't have lost my account, I was going into overloop. I was running around, I was doing way too much, you know, like sometimes you're so busy with work and trying to sustain your livelihood that you forget about the things that you're supposed to do for yourself or the things that are necessary. So uh the whole year I actually got one of the accounts back a year after. But that whole year that I was without any social media, as far as the reach that I had, it did a lot um, to me mentally and emotionally. And it also made me prepare myself for the next level. It says, Moses, if you're going to be in this business now, this was a lesson.
2: You cannot have all your business contingent on
1: a platform. Someone can maliciously flag your account out. You know what I mean? in order for me to get back in this business, I needed to make sure that I could secure that even if this ever happened again, that I would still be good. So, um, I took my time and built it on the website. Um, I moved back um, to my hometown for about a year, the whole year. And I regrouped and, um, I'm working in Manhattan right now. Um, I'm actually living in uh, Harlem, East Harlem. So it took me a little bit of time and this time I can do it with experience. You know what I mean? I'm more calm. I know the business more. When I was, all those accounts that got lost, I was on a rush syndrome. You know, I came home from prison trying to work myself up. Um, got this social media thing, which I was enlightened by as far as you. And I started running and running and running and running. And I never sat down and thought about how I wanted you. I was just going as I was going. As I, You know, I was going as it came. And I'm, I kind of actually am really happy that it happened now. It sounded and it was really horrible when it did, but I needed a mental and emotional break. You know, I was I was everywhere doing everything. You know, I was neglecting a lot of things that I had to do for myself too. You know, so I'm kind of actually happy, and now I try to influence people, telling you know, get into your website, get into your guerrilla marketing. You know. Don't think that the old school methods are not working, you know, because they actually worked for me that whole time when I didn't have the social media account. Are you still traveling? No, okay. <laughs> I have stopped that fully. Um, it just was not with it. with you know, social media is a blessing and a curse. You know, when I was traveling, going to all those different cities, remember, I was the only one doing that. One right. of the only ones doing that at the time. Now you have so many variations and you have so many different prices that for me to do it right now, it's just like not, it's just not, it's not in my favor anymore. And plus, I'm forty years old. I mean, I know that's not really old, but I'm tired of traveling. I want to be able to, you know, you know, I, I, these five years of traveling, I don't, I didn't have friends to go out to happy hour and stuff with because they knew I would never be home. You know what I mean I didn't work on a relationship or a family or anything for myself, just running so like I have not traveled I'm traveling a few months uh, a few places these next two months, and of course, when I get contracted out to someone like i just i um i took care of tiny for t i and uh i filed tiny parent for t i and a family hustle um the beginning of the last so I mean those contacts of course I will go for but now my base is in New York. Now I want to try something different. I never had, I never worked in the state that I lived in.
2: So how how different is it for you now? It, it 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 was a bit of
1: an adjustment because I'm used to flying out like every day. So I had to um do things to fill my time. You know, I was sitting in the house and I was like, okay, you're going to get used to it. You're gonna you're gonna just take a break and you're gonna regroup and do everything that you want to do. And I actually like it. I mean, I don't have to worry about um, not having clientele because, you know, New York is so populated. Um, I'm not missing anything. I'm really happy that I decided to stop traveling. There's a lot of wear and tear on your body.
0: So in this time frame from, I think you said it was probably about 2017, something like that, until now, you sound like you've grown a lot. but you also have expanded your business, and you got something big coming up next.
1: Yeah, I have a hair launch. I'm launching a hairline now, and I have some amazing partners. And um, when I launch it, I'll tell I'll tell everybody who they are when it it happens. And I'm also going to start doing an online webinar right now, so people can go and purchase my educational, um, you know, my educational videos on my website so i won't have to even travel to do the classes anymore so i'm just trying to get more of a you know working smarter and not so hard you know the takeover is real
2: yeah
1: and then you know you got to look at it now social media is you can put one idea up here and by the time you wake up in the morning 30 people can have the same variation of one idea mm-hmm. so whatever you it's 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 tough, you know, it's really tough. This hair business right now, it is not a joke. It is not for anyone that is not ambitious. Um, you are gonna go through your slow time. Um and when it's slow, it's slow. And you know, I, I'm a hairdresser. This is all I do. I don't do anything else. So the more things that I can offer and the more services I can offer, you know, would help my business better than me. You know, take up that time for me traveling, like the classes and the online webinar. You got to keep constant stuff going. It's a lot going on. and It's forever changing. Um, I recently got an email this week. Um, I've actually got, um, they emailed me to work New York Fashion Week this week. I mean, this year. So I never did any of those things before. And, you know, like I said, I came home from prison and I got into the industry. So there's still so much of it that I have not done. I've never did a Bonner Brothers hair show. I've never done any of those things that most of the stylists are already doing all the time. You know what I mean? But I'm so excited to be doing these things. So New York Fashion Week is an amazing thing. Like, we
2: wouldn't want to work New York Fashion Week. So how do people,
0: how do they contact you? We already told them where they can see the styles, but where can they, how can they contact you? So my website is
1: kingwee.org. Um, all my information is there on my itinerary. You can Google my name, Moses Overton. Uh, you can Google King And all my contact information comes up right there. Services, my itinerary, everything that's going on with me and my business is right there on the website.
0: Look, two years until the next time we talk. Yeah, I know, well, but on, on mic because you know we still yeah. hear from you, but on mic.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's so great to see that. Wow, that was actually two years ago, and I remember when I was doing the interview, I was on the way home from Chicago on the train and Amtrak, and it's just my world is my whole life has just changed so much since then. It's hard to believe that that was two years ago.
0: Uh, you said something about uh, being forty <laughs> and. Um... Well that's not old. I and mean, we No, it's not. At this point that's that's just knowing more and having learned from those mistakes. But right. I feel like there's so much I have to do.
1: I feel like I'm just starting. Right? I feel like it you know, it's just I'm I'm you know
2: a lot of things just are
1: different when you turn forty. Um to me. You know, you just don't worry about certain things no more. Uh, you don't let things bother you. You also know your place and your position with people and different things. You know what I'm saying?
0: Plus, so I it's really a blessing. once you hit 40, you have a perspective to look back over your life and appreciate where you have come from and right. where you're going to. Like, um, it's something that unless you've lived those years, you just have a of how it puts things in perspective.
1: Yep. And I sit here and say, look at my 20 to my 30 to My 40 you know it's amazing so that was enough for me to be extremely happy um with turning 40 I was very happy with it I thought that I would be feeling some type of way because I put a lot of expectations on myself but you also got to realize how far you came in things you have accomplished I think sometimes we beat ourselves up for not being where we want to be and we don't actually be
2: happy of where we are and the blessings that we have currently you know
1: and I don't want to take any of that for granted anymore.
0: I really appreciate you doing this. Um, I'm a, I'm going to book it now. When you launch the hairline, come back, bring your partners. We're going to do it okay. Do it in style.
1: Okay. Okay. That's really, really, really good. I'm. They'll be really, really, really excited. And I'm excited about it. It's just, it's just a different venture. And, you know, I had the experience, so it's like, I'm ready to make it easier, faster money than all this extra, so i'm I'm really excited about it. It should be a great thing
0: yeah, long term and I money.
1: definitely will let you guys know, yeah, long term money you you know forty years old, I don't have a pension, I don't have a retirement, you know, I gotta start worrying about that right now. That's the things that are mattering, matter to me, you know what I mean Oh yeah, and it's expensive. everything's getting more expensive every day out here in this world. So I can imagine when I do retire uh, how much a market rent value is going to be on a one, a one bedroom apartment. It's going to be ridiculous.
2: Especially there where you're at in D.C., your prices are like
1: New York prices.
0: Oh yeah, and constantly going up.
1: Yeah, you know, what it gets me about D.C. is you can have this one amazing block right here with a house worth a million dollars, and then you can have a real hood block right next
0: Make a left turn, end up in a place you wasn't ready for. Yeah, but they will be a million dollars in
1: small row homes, like a million dollars.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. Yeah, D.C. is an amazing city.
0: We got to get you to open a franchise down here so you're in town more. Yeah. I, I'm actually going to be there working.
1: Uh, I, do, I go there tomorrow. I'm working for the whole weekend in New York, in D.C. Okay. Um, where yeah. at? Well, I have a,
2: it's a salon
1: in uh, what is it called, Oxen
2: Hill? Okay. I'm going to be
1: staying in D.C. though. I Gee. couldn't find a salon. I work with a comp. I have a company um, that I work through, and they have a uh, a lot of salons all over the place. So okay. they allow you to rent it daily. And I couldn't find one in D.C. I guess
2: you know it's expensive in D.C. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> you know. So. But I'm really excited about it.
0: We want to thank Moses Overton for sitting down with us. And we really hope that you found something to take from this one. Check us out on viewfromthestoop.com. Let us know what you think. Leave a comment. And until next time, love.